Well, hello, Dr. Amy. We have, for our listeners this week, a very special repeat of a real banger of an episode. It is going to be a lot of fun. And we want to let you know that the the reason that we're doing that is we're taking a little bit of a break, a sabbatical, a respite, hiatus. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Why are we, why are we taking this hiatus, Dr. Amy? Yes, we do. I am having a very good and very special, a very special surgery. <laughs> very fun surgery coming up. <laughs> I am ejecting my pancreas from my body. It sounds bad not having a pancreas, but trust me, in Dr. Amy's case, it's going to be super good. Yeah. Her pancreas is terrible, yeah. and it needs to be out. <laughs> and I I am moving to Kentucky. Um, not sure why, but I'm going down there. I'm going to learn how to play the banjo, maybe. Not sure. Uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm moving to Louisville, Kentucky. I'm going to live in the city. I love that place, and it's awesome, and it's going to be super fun. But for the next, like, few weeks, I'm going to be kind of busy, you know, boxing stuff and unboxing things and it's going to be a whole thing so while dr amy is recovering from surgery and i am trying to find where i put my keys in a box somewhere we're going to take a little break from this podcast and we're going to play some uh really awesome episodes including this one that you are about to hear right now so thank you so much for listening yeah Hi, I'm Aaron Selbig. And I'm Dr. Amy Bessler. And you're listening to The Latchkey Kids. That was wow. egregiously late. So late. What? Like, what? like you, you took the next train. It was so late. I don't even... Welcome to the Latchkey Kids, and we are back with some 80s nostalgia, talking about what it was like to grow up in the American suburbs in the 1980s, which uh, Amy Bessler, my sister, and I did together. And it really was, you know, it was us against the world, Dr. Amy Bessler. That's exactly right. Yeah, That's we had exactly. each other. We did. Yeah. Yep. We made it. And we survived it. Yeah. And we, you know, we, we sought refuge in the various places where kids seek refuge. And uh, we're going to talk about one of those places. Amy has brought oh, something to the table. I've got a doozy for you today. And I think every child of the 80s is going to rejoice and you're going to instantly be transported back to another time, a very dark, dark place. I mean, not emotionally, but actually, <laughs> a dark, yeah. dark environment. <laughs> Literally dark. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked about how we spent our childhood on our bikes, like it was the only way to get around. But there was oh, yeah. another way that you know kids of the '80s would get around, and that was hello roller skates. Oh yeah, okay. definitely. 
Not me so much, but you. Roller skating. Yes. There's roller skating, which is cool, but probably even cooler than roller skating as a mode of transportation would be your local roller rink people. I mean, if that wasn't the place, especially when you're like a preteen, I don't know what would be. So for us, in our... Skateland. Skateland. Sorry. I'm so excited. I can't stop myself. I'm there, man. It's so dark. The air conditioning is blasting. There's a disco light and lasers and oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. For safety? I don't know. Yeah. Cleaning. No. Uh, but here, I just am going to share with you something that will delight your soul, Aaron. Hmm. You okay. know that our skate land, Mesa, Arizona, is yeah. still in operation. Shut the front door. Nope. Are you serious? I'm not going to because it's true. And oh, my God. That place, that was almost 40 years ago. Yep. Still going. That place is still there. I wonder if they have the same carpet. And if they do, that is disgusting. That Yeah. Oh, God. If you work. Yeah. If you work at the Mesa Skateland and you're listening to this podcast, first of all, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate every listener. Second of all, you need to replace the carpet because somebody is going to get COVID, Ebola, all those things. All the things. Yes. Yes. Yeah, drop, drop you off. Drop you off. For so yep. many hours. All day long. Yeah, well, they'd spray Lysol in them. For, and yeah. That that did something, and it, <laughs> the whole place was run by teenagers, right? So you'd have oh, yeah. The DJ. the DJ. Yeah. That's the guy with the power. You could make requests. You could skate up and write on a little piece of paper yeah. what song you wanted. And if he played it, oh. well, then you felt like the crown prince or princess of Skateland. That's correct. So you also had the snack bar. So oh, yeah. Some very nutritious snacks and meals. So for red me, licorice. Oh, so yeah. the ropes. The red ropes. Not red the ropes. Carrots, so you'd, yeah. You'd, wear, you'd literally wear it like an accessory. Around your neck, yeah, and like nibble at it all afternoon, sure, which I'm sure the 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 people members of the opposite sex who you were trying to slow skate with found that extremely attractive. So enticing. And <laughs> it's it's hunting know. and gathering basically. I don't know why, but I remember I would get. Of course, we had the red ropes, but I also liked the the nerd. Remember the nerd candy? Yes, yes, or as I called them, Amy's. <laughs> hey, yeah. Can't stop, won't so, stop. And actually, nerds don't make any sense for roller skating because what if they no. fell onto the skating yeah. surface? That's a thing. You that's could trip and fall. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's not so good. I'm not yeah. Sure why that was a thing, but then 
arcade area. You yeah. Have Pinball. Pac-Man, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, like some kind of, I don't know, Frogger? Is that, is that a thing? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a big gamer, yeah, were you? <laughs> Yes, Frogger. You're right, though. You're right, Frogger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're the little frog and you have to jump across the road without getting hit by a truck. That's right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So right. All of that was like when you got tired and you'd go hang out in the snack bar and you'd go hang out and do the, you know, do the, the games or whatever. But, of course, the whole purpose of being there is to get out there on that floor and really oh, yeah. it's nothing without the music. Am I right, people? Mm hmm. Preach. I am a yeah. I do not remember that one. Although I love your enthusiasm. She's doing a thing with her sh- a shimmy kind of a thing. Yes. Yeah. You should have skates on. We both should. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me handle that one. Okay. A jam on it. A jam on it. A jam on it. No, 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 it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, it was thumping in there. Yep. Oh yeah, oh, that song is highly inappropriate for teenage teenagers. Come on now, <laughs> that song is about sex. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think. I think it might be. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I that was my greatest dream is that I would, you know, be one of those cool kids that was kissing in the darkened recesses of the place. But that happened to me zero times. So we could do maybe with a couple of skates and then you'd have like, you know, we could we were all kind of passable at skating. And, you know, you could go you could just keep turning left and go around a circle. But then there'd be like the super duper skater. Oh, yeah. Going back. We're doing spins and stuff. Yes. Also not me. Oh, yeah. Like the Russian dancers. Yes. And you're doing the whole thing. The babushka. I don't know what that is. But yeah. Yeah. Wearing bell bottoms. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like you were cool, 
if you had your birthday parties at Skateland. Oh, man. Big deal. Um, Rich kids. Right? And, and so <laughs> our kids, you know, they didn't really care about that. But um, one time I remember when my kids were young, one of their friends actually had a birthday party at his skating rink. And like an old school one, kind of like the one that we went to as kids, Skateland. And hmm. the kids weren't that into it. They were like, whatever, let's have the cake and open the presents huh. and hang out. But I was. I bet you were out there. I yeah. Was 12 years old again. I was <laughs> out there. I was uh-huh. for hours. I was the. I, I, I now realize I was the creepy older version. Were any of the other. Did any of the other moms and dads join you out there? Um, like, begrudgingly, just for a bit. But really? Just like, oh, man. I would have been there right there with you. Well, you know, I really think that, you know, once this podcast blows up and we are internationally known yes. to rock right. the microphone. Uh, <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm contagious. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Um, then I, I really think what we should do, Aaron, is we should record live from oh, man. Skateland. It'll be better than live at Red Rocks. <laughs> we will have red ropes around our necks. Yes. I'm going to get 10 of them this time. I love it. And yeah. And Jam on it. And yep. That, that music actually, you know, we think about it being like kind of that soul R&B sort of flavor. For uh, sure. That actually dates back to the civil rights movement. So you may not be aware of What? That. Yeah. So, so during the period, Roller skating? Yep. Yep. In fact, uh, LA Times did a piece uh, called How Black Culture Made Roller Skating Popular. And there's actually been a resurgence of it of late. So during the pandemic... It was a thing that people could go outside and do. So it's been a, an outdoor thing, especially in Southern California, for since the 80s. It was a big deal in Venice Beach in the 1980s. But you may not uh, associate that with black culture, and that actually was a big part of it. So one of the pioneers of the outdoor roller skating movement in the 80s was this guy um, who was called Buck Wild, was kind of like his name in like the roller skating community. But his name cool was name. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It would be this just wild outdoor oh, party yeah. with the music just pumping. But but back to the, the civil rights piece of it. So when uh, we have desegregation, we have white roller rink owners all around America who mm. are not excited about integrating their roller rink. And so the way they would kind of work around that is they would have these theme nights. So you'd have, like, rhythm night or soul. Oh, yeah. And wonder what that, uh, yeah. Wonder what that uh-huh. meant to, to accomplish or who that was sure. meant to attract. And so on those nights, the black folks would come out, and the music just oh, man. off. And then eventually that filtered over into the white people are like, hey, yeah. actually rhythm night seems really Yeah, cool. that's way better. That's, yeah, in, in, instead of rhythm night, call it fun night. Because I don't know what the I don't know what the other nights were. They probably had the Glenn Miller band playing or something. And I want to go to Rhythm Night. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. That's still a thing. For sure. Yep. Well, I got to say, I mean, not to make it weird, but roller derby gals. Yeah. 
Yes. Throwing elbows and stuff. I can throw an elbow my way. <laughs> All right. That is quite enough of that. Anyway, th that is very, very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. This whole thing has become popular again, kind of street roller skating where people are showing off like these cool moves that they can do. So it's really had this resurgence. And I mean, I cool. just think of something that sort of captures the freedom and the lack of parenting or supervision by adults <laughs> um, of our childhood more than a roller rink. Where I, were our parents, by the way? Where did they get? Were they at the bar? Maybe <laughs> not that they were they weren't alcoholics or anything. Well, maybe dad. But they did like to, you know, they I don't know what they were doing. Maybe I, I don't want to know. Maybe. Know. <laughs> yeah. That is it, man. You got the disco ball. You got the thumping music. You're all jacked up on candy and red ropes. And there's the the possibility of romance. Right? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Huh. Oh, the 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 book girl. Yes. With the book, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. So oh my God! I know, I know our listeners are not going to believe that this is a real thing, but Aaron, yeah, so vouch for me on this. This happened every afternoon, and I really feel like it was like at a certain time. Like we'd run to the window because we knew she was coming. We didn't know this girl, but she yeah. would roller skate by our little cul-de-sac, same time every day. I kid you not, with a book in one hand that she was actively reading, like she'd turn the pages. Oh yeah, she wasn't just. Reading a book. Reading a book, and in the other hand, people, wait for it, holding her cat. A cat. A cat. A, a live cat. That was, like, apparently fine with the situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the cat was good. It wasn't struggling or anything, and no need to call the Humane Society. Yeah. So, uh, so Becky or Jennifer or whatever your name man, was, uh, please I Maybe out. she's listening to the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, if, if you're listening to this, we want to talk to you. Right. Uh, you know, live episode that we're going to record there at some point in the future because you were like, she just was a vision and she an inspiration, was, really. It was aspirational. It's like this living her best life. A person who has it all together looks like. Yeah. You know? I bet wherever that young lady is today, I'm sure she is killing it Woo! because she has the right attitude. Either that, or she is completely crazy, and she is a ward of the state. There One of those no two. No in between. No, no. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I was jealous. I mean, oh. not that I wanted rainbow bright roller skates per se, but you had the actual good ones that were actual real roller skates. Oh, I had, yeah. like, those weird metal clip-on ones that have, like, a little... You wear over regular shoes, basically, and they're kind of wobbly and probably not entirely safe. But that was because mom and dad saw in you uh, skating possibilities. Well, and in me, they saw 
Not so much. Well, yeah, okay. I, I got a computer for my 12th birthday, so I don't know about that. Okay. So, All right. uh, yeah, I mean, I hope that you it? all have uh, taken a, a little trip down memory lane in your local Love it. And, uh, Love it. I hope you'll join us for a live episode someday at, at yeah. Land and that you'll make a request in the DJ booth, and we will honor it every time. So I also have this week, Amy, a, another place where our parents used to dump us off. A location? Uh-huh. A place where we got dumped all summer long. When school was out, until school came back, we were at this place just about every day. You know what I'm talking about. We are going to talk about it. But first, let's take a little break. And we're back with the Latchkey Kids. I'm Aaron Selbig. And I'm Are you ready to get low? We're going to do the Hokey Pokey. Everybody gather around in the middle. You put your left skate in, you put your left skate out. You put your left skate in and you turn it all about. You do the Hokey Pokey. Okay. Right. We're, we're canceling ourselves. All right. So every day when school got out, pretty much every day, where did we get dumped off every morning, Amy? Oh, Tell the folks. Let's hear it. YMCA. Right? It's fun to stay at the... YMCA. The Mesa YMCA, which was in, I don't want to say a very bad neighborhood, so I'm going to say a working class neighborhood okay. um, had a day camp program, which was basically similar to summer camp, except you get dropped off in the morning and you go home at night. Uh, other than that, it's very similar. You would go there and they had a whole day's worth of activities planned. They divided all the kids up by age group. And so you would have a counselor who was in charge of, I don't know, maybe 10 or so kids. Yeah. Uh, and then you would spend the day and you had a whole schedule that you would do. And it was, you know, they had they actually did have archery uh, in a big soccer field behind the building. They had arts and crafts. They had what else did we do, Amy? There was a gymnasium and we would go and we would play basketball. We'd play splatter ball, which was basically like a very intense, chaotic version of dodgeball. I mean, if somebody's nose didn't bleed at the end of yeah. that, that was the point. That's why they called it splatter ball, because your nose was the thing that was splattering, I think. Pretty sure. You're right. The other goal of splatter ball, uh, of course, drawing blood, but also uh, humiliation, as you'll hear. Right. You yes, yeah. Crying. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Crying and Tears and blood. Trauma. Yeah. Trauma. Absolutely. That's the way it was back then. Yep. Just all the time, pretty much. Oh, yeah. right. It was a test of, test of personal will. Anyway, which Amy frequently failed, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> so, did I, so did I. I just was better at hiding it. Where are we going with this? Anyway, so YM, let me set the scene a little bit better for YMCA Day Camp, because this is in Phoenix, so in the summertime. 
And if you haven't lived there, I mean, look at look up Google the weather forecast for Phoenix right now. I guarantee you it's at least 110 degrees today because that's the way it is there all summer long. So you'd go there and the YMCA, like most public buildings, schools, etc., was a collection of buildings that had outdoor uh, pathways, or they called it a breezeway, hallways between all these buildings. And so pretty frequently, I mean, pretty much all day, it was just hot, 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 and there's no escaping it. And no, no, and they should have called it a swelter way. Oh, yeah. Concrete, all that. Yeah. There was no grass growing anywhere around there. I mean, it was just dirt. And there were some Ocotillo trees. And I remember there were cicadas all the time. And it was just buzzing (laughs) with cicadas like constantly. Yeah. Yeah. The cicadas would leave their little skin all over the place. Okay, (laughs) But it was fun. Uh, And we... We did go on field trips, like maybe, I don't know, once a week or so. We would go, sometimes we would go, there was an arcade nearby that we'd go to. We'd go to the public library all the time. Oh, remember we would go occasionally to the, um, I feel like it was the Dollar Movie Theater. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was a big day. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. We would go to we'd go to Skateland occasionally, yep. very occasionally. Um, yeah, so we would we had fun. We would do stuff like that, and it was, you know, it was probably as far as summer programs go, it's one of the more probably affordable ones. But you know, Amy, I have got to hand hats off to mom and dad because really they could have just left us at home all yeah. summer. I mean, and we would have watched even more television than we already did. If that's possible. I think a lot yes. of our, our friends from school did just that. They were just like home, yep. totally vegetative. Bumming state. around. And yep. so we at least, you know, had activities and we had some structure and, you know, couldn't get into too much trouble there, which is probably yeah. a good thing, and especially for you. And I, okay, oh, you just had to throw that in there. Accurate, though. <laughs> Um, and, and I have to say, if you didn't grow up in Phoenix or in the Southwest or in a place that's hot in the summertime, it's not like you can even really go outside for very long, yeah. you know, and, and if you can go in the pool. But even that you not all day, you can't, you know. Yeah, the pool was like bath water and when in the heat of the in ju- the middle of July, you know, anyway, but <laughs> I wanted to set up the pool because that was actually kind of the best part of the YMCA day camp. They had a huge pool. So so what would happen is you would essentially kind of like Hunger Games. It was sort of a test of endurance and can I make it through all of these. Right. How many of these other kids do I have to murder to make it through the end of the day? Will I I survive the archery competition and the Right. Yes. I would not recommend testing the pH levels. No. It was 30% P, pretty much. I think a couple kids did drown, but then when their parents came to pick them up, they were just like, oh, you know what? That's fine. We have other kids. It's okay. 
Yeah, I think that I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the kids, like their parents would drop them off right when the program started at 8 a.m. or whatever and pick them up after school hour, which is probably over yeah. at 4. Well, our, ours were the parents that whenever the earliest time you could drop kids <laughs> off at like yes. 6 a.m. We were there, and then we were some of the last to leave <laughs> yeah. at like 6 yeah. p.m. About midnight, I think it was. And do you Oh yeah, the little playmate coolers. Not little; they were huge. But yeah, the insulated. Yeah. We would use that. There was there were there was nowhere to sit in this like kind of dirt, you know, field, and so we'd sit on our cooler. And I just remember sitting there like, when is mom going to show up? Yeah. Yeah. It was me and you and like one other kid. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're at the bar. Not really, not really. They were working. Yeah, they were working. Yeah, and so, they were. And we bring our own lunch. Speaking of the playmate cooler, and you know, you'd have like your little bag of chips and you mm -hmm. know, like, sandwich, little junk. You know, like probably a twinkie yeah. or something like that. But a Pepsi. Remember, here was a hack for uh, the, the temperature uh, issue. You'd have your little hmm. ice packs in there, but everything would still get really hot and disgusting. Like your sandwich is yeah. so gross by lunchtime. But do you remember that the little cardboard juice boxes, we would actually freeze the night before. Yes. And so then once yes. you added it, it was like a little slushy kind of thing. I whose idea was that? Was that you that came up with that? Or did mom? That seems like something mom would do. I'd love to take yeah. credit, but I, I have no idea. It was not me, that's for sure. That was brilliant, genius. I have a question for you, Amy. Okay. Yes. Did you like YMCA Day Camp? Oh, ooh, that's awesome. I mean, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, would, it would probably require several therapy sessions to really dig into to get to the ultimate <laughs> That sounded like a maybe not so much. <laughs> Yeah. Elements and just the number of hours. I mean, we were so exhausted, which probably was part of the appeal to our parents. Like yeah. Us there was how freaking exhausted we were by the end of the day. True. Um, true. But let's talk about the sister program of the day camp, also put on hmm. by the YMCA, that once once a summer for one week. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Skyway. Yeah. Skyway, which was the actual. Skyway. That's a real summer camp, yeah. And that was actually in northern Arizona where there were, like, trees and it was cooler and all that stuff. And you actually got to, you know, sleep in a cabin and do, like, the real summer camp thing. I had my first kiss at Skyway Summer Camp. You know what? I think this is another topic for another episode. It was so – that summer camp – summer camp was different. That was transformative for me. I loved – Love, love, love Skywise Summer Camp, no question. Totally. Yeah. Did you did you like day camp? Um, I'm pretty much the same as you. Yeah. I mean, it, you're, overall, it's better than it would have been sitting at home. I'm glad we didn't sit at home all summer long. I my that mom and dad, I think did they made the right call. Um, they probably couldn't have afforded anything, an upgrade over day camp. They did the best they could. 
it wasn't ideal. And, you know, we did spend a lot of time sitting around. But we also, I do have a lot of good fond memories of that place, too. And we had a lot of fun and made a lot of friends. And, yeah, overall, I would say, yes, it was a good experience. One of the yeah. highlights every summer for me, maybe other people have this kind of, like, summer program experience. They would do, do you remember that they would do a big talent show? And so oh, yeah. I remember doing, right. like, with my little camp friends. I, like yeah, I played my saxophone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little, like performance of that. Um, so that was, you know, anytime you can perform. I remember playing the Pink Panther theme on my alto saxophone and knocking everybody's socks Ooh, off. You probably or, actually won because you actually had real talent. <laughs> I don't know if I won, but <laughs> it was well received. Yes. yes. Okay, so I have a little bit of bad news, Amy. You shared with us earlier that Skateland by some miracle, is still there 40-plus years later. It's still there in the same place it's always been. Uh, However, YMCA Day Camp is not there anymore. The building is still there. It appears The building's there. The pool is there. It looks like it's been heavily remodeled, and that's because it's now a school. It's a Montessori school on the same site. Um, but the good news is the reason they the, the YMCA is not there is because back in 2009, they built a new YMCA. It's called the Ross Farnsworth East Valley YMCA. And even better news, if you are a parent in the Metro Phoenix East Valley area and you need a place to dump your kids off every day, they have a summer day camp program there. Wow. What a time. I feel like... I feel like you should force your daughter, Jasmine, to move to Mesa just so you can send your grandchildren to YMCA day camp so that we'll have something to talk about. That is a lot. That's a lot of commitment just to that <laughs> tremendous payoff. I'm not really sure if that pencils out, but we can talk about it. You know what that is? That is just an absolutely terrible idea. <laughs> but it's good to know that that could happen. Okay. Right? That's right. Okay. Right, definitely, definitely. That's that's where that's where the big Latchkey Kids uh, festival, festival is going to be. Yep. Yes, I we're going to have per- Pearl Jam is going to be performing there. Salt and pepper will get out there. Yep, salt and pepper and will be there. I'm, I'm sorry, salt and pepper. Pepper. Uh, yeah. I'm going to find some Rainbow Bright roller skates in a size uh, women's eight and a half. And wow. And I'm ready. It's happening. Good luck with that. <laughs> I will. I wish you the best of luck. Hey, that was a lot of fun. Thank you, Dr. Amy Bessler, my dear sister, for reminiscing yet again uh, on what it was like growing up in the American suburbs in the 1980s. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It just was. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, I'm doing the outro. Why are you looking at me like that? You're, you're looking. You're looking at me very expectantly. I feel like it's up to me to, to have this huge like. I feel like I need to crash some symbols together, when really all we have to do is say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.